Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And then verse 31. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes tonight. I might not spit to the fifth row tonight. Then again, I might. You never know. But I want to talk to you about this tonight. It's a process. I said it's a process. Oh, praise God. Put your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. And ask God to touch you. Not anybody else, just you tonight. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost stirring something in here tonight. You may be seated. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. I'm going to ask you a really silly question, but I've contemplated this all day today. Why do you think God took six days to create? He was God. Why not make it all instantaneously? After all, he could have. I said he could have. As my voice declares... I speak everything into existence, saith the Lord. All water, all land, the light, the darkness, the life, the vegetation, man, 
woman, and everything else. I want to tell you tonight prophetically that the voice of God is about to reverberate in your life. I do not feel like this is an individual prophetic word, but it is a collective prophetic word for this church. God is about to speak some things into your existence that will produce things that nothing else nor anyone else would be able to produce. There is going to be an elevation in the spirit realm that will absolutely revolutionize this congregation. There is going to be a process that has already begun. God has been taking us through the process. And now God says, watch what I will produce out of the process. Genesis introduces us to God's normal way of working through a process. Think about this. Israel was freed from slavery. Think about it now. Overnight. You remember? Moses goes to Pharaoh and Pharaoh's had about all the frogs he wants, all the fleas and lice that he wants, and all the bloody water and rivers that he wants, and all the death that he wants. And so Pharaoh says, when Moses says, God said, let my people go, Pharaoh says, all right, tell them to pack their bags and get ready to go because they're gone tomorrow. So overnight, watch it. They were freed from slavery. But it took them 40 years to reach the promised land. And this, Christians are born in an instant. Born again. Just like Jesus said. You must be born again. There is an instantaneous change that happens at the new birth process. The Bible says it like this. Old things are passed away and all things have become new. That's not a six-month process. That's not a 40-year process. When you are born again, repentant of your sins, baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, your life is converted. 
Now watch. The process happens over a lifetime. I sincerely feel the frustration in this room tonight. Some of you think or feel that perhaps you should be farther along than you are. But I want you to know God will make you into what he needs from you and for you. The process will produce what God wants from you. Well, Bishop, I, there's some things in my life that, that I need and I need God to do. You don't understand. God knows more about what you need than you know about what you need. And the process will get you to the promise that God wants to give you, but you cannot get to the promise without the process. think about this often and it's not a new thing it's it's an age old thing but i i watch young couples young married couples that they get so frustrated because things aren't moving and progressing as quickly as they think they ought they look around at folks that have been together for 25 or 30 or 40 years and they get frustrated and impatient because they don't have that yet. It's the ploy of the enemy to keep us off balance and to keep us frustrated and to keep us confused. When God said, I will supply all your needs. According to my riches, which are in glory. I've come to tell you on this Sunday night, whatever you have is what God wants you to have. Quit being frustrated. Quit allowing the enemy to mess with your mind and causing you to be discontented because the process will bring you what God wants you to have but you cannot bypass the process I watched I've watched people through the years I've watched preachers through the years that have gotten frustrated because their church wasn't growing as quickly as they thought it should. I've watched them get discouraged and perhaps even quit only to know and understand that God had them in the process. This is so weird. I, I know this is going to sound really weird. 
But when I began to think about the process, I began to think about the processor. And sometimes my wife makes some really good stuff. In fact, a lot of times she makes some really good stuff. Just look at me. But Brother Gill, before she does that, before the final product is produced, it's got to go through a process. These yours? These yours? Man, good. See what I did there? Listen, I was in here the other night when they started this. And it didn't look like that. I saw Brother Jordan and Sister Kate. They were stirring up the dough. And if you get a bigger cake ball than others, they were the ones LG rolled. Because his hands are bigger. But the process, let me get back here. I got distracted. To get a finished product, you have to go through the process. And my wife will pull out the food processor. And she put the ingredients for the final product into the processor. And it's always tough, Brother Shaw, to wait for the final product. It smells good. It looks good. But I just can't taste it yet. Come on, I'm trying to help somebody right now. God's got you in the processor right now and God the psalmist said oh taste and see that the Lord he is good God's about to show you the finished product I want you to know tonight, God is always in the process of something, just as you are. Now realize this, you are constantly in the process of maturing. You know what the devil devil used to be able to throw at you 20 years ago, that don't work anymore. Because you're in the process of maturing. You're in the process process of decision making about your future. Say, oh, I'm old. That doesn't matter. You still have a future. Amen. If you don't, it won't matter. But I feel like you do. You are in the process of physical maturation. 
I'm in the process of figuring out the hows and whys of being a husband. Some of you are in the process keeping in God's perfect will for your life. Look at someone and tell them it's a process. Watch out now. God's up to something. Oh, I feel something in the Holy Ghost. I, I, I realize I'm not running the aisles and neither are you right now. But I'm telling you, I know in the Holy Ghost. I was sitting over there in the office earlier and I was, I was getting so, so frustrated. I, I came down about four o'clock or so and I looked in this direction and pulled out this scripture and looked at that scripture and nothing Nothing began to come to me and God began to deal with me about this. God began to show me that you tonight are in the process of something bigger than you could imagine. I feel that. I know it sounds like maybe an empty promise, but I'm telling you it's not an empty promise. In the spirit realm right now, there is something that is swirling and being created from the heavenlies. And God is about to open doors unto you that cannot be shut. And God is about to perform a miracle in your life that only He can do. Because of the process. You and I have been given specific gifts and talents for our lives. Hello? First Pentecostal church has been given specific individuals. I want you to look at somebody close to you right now, and I want you to tell them for me. I know they can hear me, but I want you to tell them, you matter. God has spoken his life and light into your lives. Just like he did in the beginning. Tonight, he speaks life and light into your life. And you are unique. And his word to you is specific. And you are in a process Growing into the shoes of the ministry that God has given you. I know the enemy has told you that you're irrelevant and unimportant and unneeded. But I rise on this Sunday night to tell you that God has spoken 
something over you and in you that nothing nor anybody nor anyone's opinion can stop. This church has been given a blend of specific individuals that's inclusive of all of us that have specific gifts, talents, anointing, specific ministry callings, specific abilities in order for us to be exactly what God wants FPC to be. Some are pastors. Some will be youth pastors. Some will be music ministers. Some will be intercessors. Some will be worshipers. Some will be teachers. Some will be custodians. Some will be drama leaders. Don't take that in the wrong way. Some will be givers. Some will be helpers. Some will be healers. Some will be administrators. Some will be nursery attendants. Some will be ushers. Some will be sound technicians. Some will be choir singers. Some will be greeters. Some will be worship team members. Some will be musicians. But before you enter into this ministry, you got to know that everything you encounter in life is the process. Oh, now wait a minute, Bishop. I said it's a process. It's a process. The tough part is it, of it is, is that sometimes the process involves pain. Growing pain. I want everybody to look at me right here. I want you to listen to me right here. And I want you to hear me very clearly. God. God is about to grow you. That got quiet. God is about to grow you. The process is going to demand the growth in you. Oh, Bishop, I want to be like so-and-so. I want to be like so-and-so. I, 
I want that ministry. you got to understand, they didn't get to where they are without going through the process. You don't get there without prayer. You don't get there without fasting. You don't get there without commitment. You don't get there without faithfulness. It's a process. Come on, somebody help me praise him. The tough part is in the process we find ourselves being stretched. Stretched. I've I, I preached this here before, but I want to tell you about stretching. Back to Moses at the Red Sea. God gave him a rod. And he gave him instruction. And this is what he told him. He said, when you, when you stand out there on the banks of the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army is behind you, stretch forth the rod. Now watch this. Listen to me very closely right here. The power was not in the rod. The power was in the ability and the willingness to be obedient to stretch forth the rod. This is what, I know this is a little strange for Sunday night, but it's okay. I want, you, I want you to close your eyes right now. And I want you to lift your hands to the Lord. Because God's getting ready to stretch. God's saying, I need you to stretch. I need you to stretch. I'm going to take you somewhere else. I'm going to promote you and move you to places that you have not been. But you... Must stretch. Come on, I want you to ask God to stretch you right now. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost in that. I know where I'm going. I'm not, I'm not just babbling here. God is saying, I need you to stretch. I need you to submit to me and commit to me and be obedient to me. Because when you stretch... The process is going to bring the promise. These are these are tough times. And we find ourselves being stretched. Having to make tough decisions. Decision on decisions on things that we don't want and make decisions about. Stretching causes a 
maturing process to move forward. Similar to that baby that grows from the bottle to the table food. You just don't hand a baby a filet mignon and tell him, go get it, boy. You wean them into soft foods and then more consistency into firm foods and then they themselves begin to cut up their own food. It's a process. It's a process. What you and I have to do here on this Sunday night, do now, is to say, God, go ahead and work that process in my life. I'm ready. And although I'm not that patient, I'm willing to go through the process because I want what you want. Is there anybody here that wants what God wants? In your life. I, I, I wish I could get. I wish I could get inside. Your brain right now. And your heart right now. Because. God is saying to this church. Don't get impatient. With the process. Of your life. I'm about to create something. In you. Through the process. Well, what is it? Well, if he told you, then it wouldn't be a process. Amen. You, gotta, you have to understand something about God. God wants full control of your life. And so, like the food processor, it takes a substance and when it's through, it does not look like what it looked like before it went through the process. And God is speaking to this church tonight to tell you, I'm going to take you through the processor and when I'm through... All that will be left is that that represents me. Come on, somebody praise him right now. Come on, I mean praise him. He's about to change you. He's about to do some stuff in you. He's about to make you something that you didn't think you could be. Stand with me. This is what I want to do. I want to pray right now. And I want you to pray with me. And I just want you to repeat what I'm about to say. If you really want God's will and you want God to do in you what He wants to do, 
then I need you to repeat this after me. Go ahead and tear me up and make a new me if necessary. I surrender to your will. I surrender my wants for yours. Stretch me into the man or the woman that you want me to be. Birth ministry in my life. Begin the process and begin it now.